Hello there. Looks like we have another day of celebration ahead of us, but this time you all have a choice. You can either A, celebrate a milestone made by a small passion project, the baby of two friends who just want to bring joy to those that find it. Or, or you can celebrate a billion dollar organization that seems to just suck the joy out of anyone that has to work on it and seeks to only take the hard-earned cash from your wallet and then feed it to our giant mouse overlords. Personally, we're going to pick the billion dollar organization, but no judgment if you chose the other one. Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that is more machine now than man. I am Sam. I'm Griffin, and holy shit, dude, 50 episodes. I, I'm baffled that we've made it this far. We, we've lasted. It's honestly incredible. Yeah, and the fact that like we're genuinely like doing this consistently, mm-hmm. like it's just it's just baffling. The fact that a you've been willing to put up with this, and b <laughs> I, I know that people actually do listen to these. Like I see the numbers. So for those that actually listen to this, I we cannot express our joy enough. And and starting today, actually, this is actually kind of a big thing. We are going to start taking excerpts from these and putting them on like Twitter and Facebook and, oh, and YouTube and such. Where I'm actually going to start to try to promote this shit now. You got to put it on TikTok, dude. That's what all the kiddies are using now. Fuck yeah, that is. But like, uh, we're hopefully like this actually will be like I'm actually going to see what if people want to keep listening to this because we mm-hmm. are def like we definitely want to keep making this. I, I, yeah. Like I'm speaking for myself. Like, do you want to keep making this? I don't think I would still be here if if I didn't. This is very true. There are weeks where you come to me with this. So, like... (laughs) So, yeah, 50 episodes, and we were going to celebrate this milestone with something that we have been promising for quite a while uh, because somebody has finally seen No Way Home. I've seen the light. I finally watched Spider-Man No Way Home. Like... Almost half a year after it, came, after it came out, almost six months. Literally, a, like a third of the year, a third of a year after it came out. Yeah, like, woo. Which by which by the way, you still never got spoiled on, so it's baffling to me. And I really Incredibly. wanted to, I really want to hear about your thoughts on it. But unfortunately, we are going to have to wait for that. Yeah, which, we're we're saving the Spider-Man tier list for now. Which we can actually finally do, but it it's going to be May the May the fourth when this uh, episode comes out. Yes, and because of that, we thought there was no better way to start to do this than with another tier list that we've wanted to do for a while, mm-hmm. which is a Star Wars tier list. Now we are only going over the movies. So that that includes Rogue One and Solo, but we're not doing Rebels, Clone Wars, uh, Book of Boba, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. None of that's on the table. Maybe in the future, like, we'll do that. But for now, we've seen all 11 of these movies, and we want to talk about all 11 of these movies. Because, mm-hmm. boy, how do they make a shit ton of money. Oh, good lord, yes. But before, before we do that, let's... I, is there let's just quickly say is there any new information like anything that happened this week that you wanted to talk about specifically uh, fuck, not that i can think of 
Neither that you know? neither can I, except the Met Gala, which is a bunch of celebrities just like stroking their own egos. So yeah. I and we got a lot to say about these movies. So mm. I figure it's best if we just jump in and make editing easy for me because I don't have to list all the time codes. Yes, sir. Because this uh, will be the only one. A, a question I just had: Do we like post the like tier list that we make? Um. We usually do, but I have forgotten to do the last oh, like, two of these that we have made. Like, the Batman one hasn't gone oh, up. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think, like, the DC one never went up either. Like, I know the last two of these that we have made has not gone up to the Twitter. This one, I promise, will go up to the Twitter. <laughs> but, um, yeah, usually these go up. This one actually will be up there. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a helpful companion piece. Yes, especially if you're listening to it. So go to the Twitter um, at another Sam Seventeen, and it will. This will be up the night before we post this. So uh, the uh, early May Fourth, late May Third. Can we please start the list now? I don't know what I'm saying anymore. May the Fourth be with you. May the Fourth be with us, because. Fuck, we gotta talk about a lot of shit movies. Um, <laughs> but do you want to do chronologically or numerically? That is a great question. Let's do chronologically. All right. So we'll we'll start with Star Wars, first Star Wars, Episode Four, Star Wars. Yes, it, it's, it's, a, it's Star official. Four Wars. It's official title. Should we add the Family Guy specials to this list? No, no God damn it! I don't want to do fucking Blue Harvest. <laughs> I actually like those specials, though. I like them also. <laughs> we'll talk about them another time. We'll talk about them next week, actually. Yeah. But um, let's start with Star Wars Episode Four. I think this is just a solid B. I think this is very mid. Really? I, I think this movie is, like, really, really nice. I think, like, it's definitely, like, a lot slower because it's, like, an, an older movie. But I, I think this is, like, still a good movie. It is, it is a good movie, but, like, when you compare it to, like, everything that comes after it, it, it really kind of sticks out. Because, like, again, the effect, clearly the effects won't be as good, but, mm. like, all the acting is a little weird, and, like, the, the, you said it yourself, the story's very slow. It, it's, like, and it's, it's weirdly self-contained. <laughs> well, I mean, it totally makes sense why it was self-contained, because there's only supposed to be one movie. That, like... I think because this was, like, what started it all, like, it was such a big just fucking shot in the dark of, like, it was, like, just this random tiny little crappy sci-fi movie that just hit it huge. It was and literally so, like, it must lightning. Been, yeah, it must have been doing something right. You know, I'm willing to put it in A tier. Like, I would have kept it at the top of B, but I'm willing mm-hmm. to put it in A. Like, what do you I, think? I, I think it's A tier, yeah. I don't think it's, like, it's a, definitely not a perfect movie, but I, I, I think it's mm-hmm. A. Although, there's a, there's a lot in this movie that I fucking love. Like, I love how Han shooting Greedo has become mm-hmm. a thing that is extended beyond the movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and also, like, okay, clearly, like, Han, in the original Han shot first, but why is that something that people lose their minds about? Yeah, that they decided to, like, change. Well, I, I think it's just like, oh, it's, like, the original thing. You can't change the original well, no, 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 no. There's, there's also something else. Is that the last change that George Lucas has made to these movies was mm-hmm. in this one? It was yeah. the last. 
And it's all, it was to that scene again. Like, I don't know what George Lucas has against that scene. It's really funny. Yeah. Well, th- that last change that he made is, like, the most fucking insane, stupid thing ever. What are you talking about? The film would feel naked without McClunky. With, without the beauty of McClunky. <laughs> yeah. McClunky is so great. I love it. So, if, but, uh, if you have no idea what we're talking about, um, in the original thing, um... Han and Greedo are t- they're like talking to each other um, but then right before Han shoots Greedo doesn't like, really like say anything he just kind of like catches him by surprise I guess um, but in the newest special edition George decided to add that Greedo for no fucking reason says McClunky right before he gets shot <laughs> and, and I love I love this change I think it's a perfect change <laughs> nobody knows what it means it has like no meaning whatsoever <laughs> That, what do you mean it has no meaning whatsoever? It's McClunky. That's true, it is McClunky. And McClunky has all of the meaning. Oh, it's... God. But, like, I feel like we should, like, talk about these movies a little bit more than just what where they're ranked. Mm-hmm. But this movie was really something different than everything else that came out at the time. Like, Yeah. But even different from, like, other sci-fi, because, like, what sci-fi was at the time was like Star Trek, where it's like super slow and boring, and like it, like people who are critical of this movie say that it's boring, but relative to like like things at the time, it's like way more fast-paced, um, and like you know, there's all the space battles and like fucking shooting and and shit like that. Like that is so much more like action-packed and faster than like anything that was going on at the time, and it was like mm-hmm. such a risk. Yeah, and all, like, the designs are cool. Like, everything mm-hmm. looks interesting. Oh, And, like, I, they got around, like, a lot of, like, things by just being like, oh, we can only film in the desert. This planet is a desert now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently the making of this movie was, like, a complete fucking mess and disaster, and then it was, like, literally saved in editing. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise... I think this is the first... I think this one is directed by Lucas, mm-hmm. who didn't direct another Star Wars film till episode one, and we will get to that. And you can you can absolutely feel that, like, the person that directed this really did not usually direct movies. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, weird, like, awkward conversations and shit like that. Yeah, the and, like, watching this in retrospect, like... Obi-Wan being like, Darth Vader killed your father. Like, mm-hmm. like you're just like, uh, you clearly did not know where to go from here. Like, you cannot say this was the plan the whole time. Yeah. That is, that's pretty fucking asinine way to describe it if you're Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I guess it's better than telling him, well, your father killed a lot of children, uh, then I cut his limbs off and left him in a volcano. <laughs> left him to die at the edge of a volcano. Uh, it was a little awkward. It was, I told him I loved him, he said he hated me. It was weird, I did not... <laughs> he, had, he had these weird monster eyes, it was... <laughs> yeah, they were, they were like, popping out. <laughs> also, we'll get to that, yeah. we'll get to that. What's also funny is that, like, this as being one of, like, the... Um, like, like the the founding movies, there's so much stuff in it that became like the basis for the rest of the Star Wars universe. Like, um, when in like similar scene when Obi Wan is talking to Luke about like the past, 
he mentions he mentions a single line about the Clone Wars, or maybe Luke says it. No, he uh, says something yeah. about the Clone Wars, and then that spawned the entirety of the prequels. I like that's insane. Like, you knew my father in the Clone Wars. Like, what? Oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. A, oh, a yeah. I guess I, I guess there's a Clone Wars. Yeah, which by the way is completely different than what you'd think. But like this also yeah. like I think this is the movie that spawned the career of Harrison Ford. Like Yeah, it was definitely one of his first movies. Like everyone in this movie like became like household names. Mm-hmm. Except for David Prowse, who um notoriously hate hates Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy in the Darth Vader suit. Yeah. And like but like this made Mark Hamill's career essentially. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, and like, and like even like even though I say it's very slow, when it gets going, it gets going very good. But there's just like little things in it that always confuse me. Why give Luke the lightsaber if he never uses it in the movie? Mm-hmm. Like it, I, yeah. I I noticed that on a rewatch. How does anyone fly the Millennium Falcon and not just ding the side of it constantly? <laughs> it's a big fucking flat pancake. I don't know how you would fly that shit. Well, no, no, no. Not only is it a big... Like, this is something I've realized recently. Not only is it a big flat fucking pancake, the cockpit is all the way to the right of it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be really used to flying that shit. Like, it's it's astonishing that nobody, like, flew that and just dinged something mm. on the way out. Like, Except the antenna, which always got fucked. It always gets <laughs> fucked up. Well, why do you think it's like it's constantly fucking damaged and destroyed? It's not from the Empire, it's just from them hitting walls. It's just for them being fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But it's a, it's a good movie. Like, it's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But definitely not as good as what comes after it. Mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, absolutely. I S tier, absolute S tier movie. Easy S tier. I feel like we're gonna disagree a lot about the rest of these movies, with Mm -hmm. with two exceptions. But like, I don't think there's much we can say about this movie that hasn't been said before. Like, like this movie had one of the first real big twists in any. Like, I can't say real big twist, but like the first like. Um, twist that like that was like Disney level secret like we gotta keep this under wraps like mm-hmm. but this movie just legitimately takes everything that the first one did and improves upon it with one exception the beginning of this movie is so rushed uh, a little bit do you well, okay. think the beginning is that rushed well let, uh, let me explain what I mean by rushed at the end of the last movie the mm-hmm. Empire is in shambles. The Death Star mm-hmm. is destroyed, and Darth Vader is just spinning out into space. Mm-hmm. And at the start of this one, they're losing again. They're hiding on a snow planet, and then everything just goes to shit. Like, how did well, we get from A to B? Is my question. Well, I I think it makes sense in that like you know they they hurt the Empire by destroying the the big space rock, but like after that they were pretty fucking pissed and were like just hunting them down. So then they were. Like, this is a lot of bridge gapping that you have to do um, in between, because, like, yeah, you go from, like, okay, they defended their uh, forest base, so now, and then in the start of this, they're heading on this, like, ice planet, 
But it, like, it makes sense that, that the Empire would be, like, hunting them down. And you get, you can, like, see that a little bit, where, like, it, the movie starts out by establishing the Empire again with, like, the Star Destroyers, and then they're, they're clearly, like, searching for them. So I think that, like, makes sense, just, yeah. like, uh, like, on its own, sort of, but it, it is, like, you do have to definitely bridge a lot between the two movies, like, in your head without really being told it. Even the crawl doesn't really help, to be honest. Yeah. But, like, everything else about this movie is just supreme. Per- like, when everyone says, like, we want a old Star Wars back, this is what they mean. It's pretty much just this, yeah. One thing yeah. I, I realized about this movie more recently when I, like, the last time I rewatched it is that it, it's basically, like, nonstop once it gets going. Oh, abs- like, the moment, like, the battle on Hoth starts, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you have the Luke stuff going on, but anytime Han Solo's on the screen, it's just them running for their lives, like. Yeah. Like, it reminds me, weirdly, of, like, Mad Max Fury Road. Where it's yeah, just, like. Yeah, kind of. They- they don't really get a second to breathe. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, because I think it, it, like, struck me sort of weirdly when I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, like, half of the movie is them, like, like, they end up in space literally just from fleeing Hoth, and then, like, half of the movie, they're just, like, avoiding Star Destroyers, they're in the asteroid field, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's all just, like, immediately after that. Yeah. And, and, like, like, it's not nonstop action, but it's nonstop, like, progression. Yeah, this movie is definitely better paced than the first one by yeah. far. Like it's like I, a perfectly paced movie. Yeah, it really is. It's like except the stuff with the Wampa. Yeah, that, that, that that's a little like cut. Yeah. I also always found it really funny that it's like Han, you gotta be careful. Like it's it's really cold out there. And instead of responding, thanks for the advice, they he's just like, I'll see you in hell, bitch. Like <laughs> Han's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I really like... I also like... It establishes the Emperor as a character. Mm-hmm. Which, like... It, it's also just kind of weird that, like, he was never mentioned in A New Hope. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it was definitely, like... There's no way they wouldn't have talked about... At least talked about him at all, but it's, like, fucking whatever. Like, they're clearly expanding on, like, so much in this movie and, like, making the world a lot bigger and making, like, all these characters have, like, a lot more attention to them compared to uh, episode four. See, what I... But what I think the reason why, like, a movie like this does it well, where, like, Batman versus Superman didn't... Like, this movie's trying to establish, like, a universe. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But the difference is one was supposed to, like, keep pumping out movies, and this was, like, there's more here if we want to touch it. Mm-hmm. But what I think is that, like, it's not like something is thrown in and it's like you're just kind of supposed to accept it and, like, deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we give you a little bit, but, like, we don't, we know you don't care about it, so we're not going to expand on it. Like, the Clone Wars. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like um, the way to do it is just kind of drop you in the middle of a situation and just piece it together like give you the pieces but don't spell it out for you yeah yeah exactly and this movie does that in spades like legitimately everything in this movie is better it looks better it sounds better mm-hmm. special effects but are better acting is better the the fight scene oh my god that scene between luke and vader yeah oh my god yeah i, I don't know if we talked about the like lightsaber duel in episode four 
And it's like... And it, it's just two old men whacking sticks together? Yes. Yeah. Like, clumsily whacking. It's like a guy very clearly in a suit that, like, he could probably fucking can't breathe in. <laughs> he probably couldn't, like, really raise his arm. And <laughs> yeah. Just, like, it, and, and Alec Guinness, who was, like, 60-something at the time, like... It's just, like... They clearly could not do a good fight scene in the in the last one. Yeah, but and this, like mm-hmm. like the, yeah, there's no, still like emotional tension in that one, but like in this one, there's that and so much more, and like an actually like quality fight scene too. Yeah, it's, it's actually choreographed, and also <laughs> it, it it legitimately has my favorite moment in in all of Star Wars at the beginning of the fight, like. Like, I know you're thinking I'm talking about the twist, but no. Uh, what I'm talking about is that moment where Luke just sh- kind of shows up. Mm-hmm. And the, the room is completely empty, and you just see the silhouette of Vader. And he goes, and he goes, you have been trained, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. And the lightsabers just go on. And it's yep. fucking, it's fucking on. Like, that is so badass. Yeah. I think a fucking really cool, like, touch, and I have no idea if this is intentional or not, but um, it's that... Luke activates his lightsaber first because he's like more of a rookie, and Vader activates his second because he's just like kind of waiting for him. Yeah, like if you realize, I think Vader is like on the defensive a lot for the beginning of the fight. He's basically just toying with him. Yeah, like like, there's so much like showing, not telling in in just like throughout the whole movie, but just in this fight, and it's like so fucking masterfully done. Yeah, like oh, we completely forgot to mention this, but Yoda's in this movie. (laughs) Yoda is in this fucking movie. <laughs> like, we'll talk about Yoda more in a bit, but, like, when he... When, like, Luke is leaving the planet and Yoda goes, if you leave, you will lose. Like, mm-hmm. like you're kind of like, oh, it's a it's a movie, the good guy, like, the good guy will pull something out. Mm-hmm. No. No, that is not what happens. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, this movie also, like, I don't know if it invented, invented this, but it was, like... It was, like, a major huge movie, and it didn't have a fucking happy ending. It, it was the original Infinity War, whatever you want to call it now, but, like, it fucking left people shocked and, like, needing to see the sequel. Exactly. That's what makes it so good. And we'll, we'll talk... Let, let's talk about the end of that fight, mm-hmm. which is when he gets his arm chopped off. <laughs> like... That that's just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like one moment. I don't remember what it is. Um, I think like Luke like slightly in- injures Vader or something like that. But like for whatever reason, Vader just starts getting fucking pissed, and then yeah. then he starts going full force and just starts beating the shit out of Luke. <laughs> yeah, the moment I think I think you're right. I think Luke like nicks him or something, mm-hmm. and he was like this little shit and he just <laughs> beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not just them fighting either. It's, like, they, they, like, talk and, like, Vader's trying to convince him to join the dark side and, like, rule with him. Which which also, like, in itself is really interesting. Um, yeah. And then they decide to, um... And then after Luke refuses, Vader f- f- cuts his arm off. Which is just, like, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the, big, the big reveal happens. Mm-hmm. No, I am your father. What? God damn! That that blew people's minds. Even though Darth Vader literally means Dark Father in German, yeah. but like, <laughs> no, no one, no American at the time spoke German. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, it's fine. But like, it 
that blew people's mind. Like, this movie is all about, like, setting shit up and, mm-hmm. and like... Like, I remember the first time I saw, like, Luke leaving and you hear Obi-Wan go, that boy is our last hope, and Yoda just goes, no, there is another. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, everything about this movie is just done so well, and it's oh, astonishing. Yeah. Ugh. But I think we do got to move on. Like, mm-hmm. we've talked about it for ten minutes already. Yeah. But, but yeah. Anyway, very easy S tier. Like, very, very easy S tier. Now, this is the first one I think we're going to disagree on. Mm-hmm. But so the next movie, Return of the Jedi. I love this movie. I kind of want to put it in S tier. Okay. See, I, I also really like this movie. I people like really shit on this movie. Um, yeah. They're like. I've seen a lot of takes of like, oh, the only actually good Star Wars movie is Empire, and like I don't know, maybe from like a, I don't know, like a critical move, like arts art house movie style, where like people think that Empire is like one of the greatest films ever made. Like I I don't know, but I still really think that Empire that uh, Return of the Jedi is a great movie. It really is a great movie. Like I think it's a perfect end to the series. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not speaking wrong. I said this sh- this should have been the end mm-hmm. of the series. Yeah, but <laughs> it, even the the six movie series, I think it, it's a great ending for it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like if they, I'm just gonna say this. I really wish seven, eight, and nine were actually yet again more prequels. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll move we'll get <laughs> onto that when we do. But like, I think this movie is amazing. And, uh, like, uh, once again, it's just a step up. And, like, uh, but you could see a little bit of Lucas, like, Lucas creative control peering through more with the Ewoks. Yeah. And the, the, the Jabba the Hutt band. I forgot what their name is. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Jabba the Hutt band, even, they were, like, uh, fucking expanded on in the special edition. Like, they, they originally weren't that intrusive. But they, yeah. they got worse with the special editions. Um, did you know? Did you know there's a type of music in Star Wars called jizz? Yeah, yeah. Why they do that? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. George Lucas is just like, what's what sounds like jazz, but isn't really. I got it. Jizz, and someone in the room was just like, uh, "Sir, he goes, no, no, no. Let's see how long it takes him to figure it out." And he never did. <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm a fucking genius." <laughs> Oh, God. But I just, like... Also, Jabba the Hutt was, like, supposed to appear in Episode 4, but they just couldn't get the technology right. Oh, yeah. And, like, that thing is disgusting. What, Jabba? Yeah. Whatever whatever Jabba is is disgusting. <laughs> he's, he's so funny. I like him. And I, like... I really, like... Even though this movie doesn't kind of flow as well as Empire, mm-hmm. like, I think it's divided very nicely. Like, the beginning is the rescue... Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like, it, there's like it's like a hard shift into like, okay, the empire is coming back. We need to stop them. Like, right. Also, I we gotta acknowledge something that we didn't in episode five. Uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> oh yeah, Boba Fett. Uh, do you think that Boba Fett is a very overrated character in the original movies? Oh, absolutely. He does nothing. Yeah. No. Okay. I am of the opinion that I think yes, he is, but also. Yeah, he, he he's really fucking cool. I like Boba Fett. He looks cool, but he yeah. doesn't do anything. 
Dude, in the old Lego Star Wars games, he was my favorite fucking character. Because he was so cool, and he could fly, and he had, like, the rocket pack. He was so sick, even though he didn't do anything in the movies. Let, let's let's look at his contributions. He he takes Han Solo on his ship in Episode 5. Mm-hmm. And in Episode 6, he gets hit with a stick and falls into a Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Well, well, okay, in Episode 6, he also just hangs around Jabba's palace for some reason, which doesn't really make sense for a bounty hunter, but he's just there. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. I think in the movie, if you go by the movies alone, mm-hmm. I think Django is the more competent bounty hunter. Oh yeah, I, he he at least got an assassination down. Yeah. Well, well okay. We'll, uh, we'll get to that again. But like, <laughs> but like, I think Boba Fett's just the I the Weekly Planet podcast. Mason from the Weekly Planet podcast had, had a very like funny um theory about Boba Fett that he like inspector gadgeted his way to the top <laughs> like like he he fumbled his way to the top and just never <laughs> corrected anybody he was just failing upwards exactly like in, in episode five Darth Vader goes to him and it's like no incinerations and that leads me that led him to believe that one time he incinerated someone it brought the ashes back it was just like I killed him <laughs> like I brought him to you yeah <laughs> Oh god! This also spawned the Leia bikini. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the classic. This also is the first one to introduce um, green lightsabers. Even though in the poster the lightsaber's blue. Is that is that actually blue in the poster? Yeah, in the poster it's blue. Is that well, true? Be- I I have an original poster. I don't think it's blue there. Well, uh, the, what I'm the poster I'm looking at it's blue. Oh, okay, but like. But it, but that also makes sense if it was blue originally because in the movie it was originally supposed to be a blue lightsaber. Yeah. And the reason they changed it was because it green just popped more against the blue sky. Mm-hmm. That it does. was it. But like this also like was supposed to be a much darker movie. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Which is so weird when you look at the end product. What with the Ewoks and like the if you don't if they if you tell them to let us down otherwise you'll use your magic like. Oh yeah. Yeah, honestly, the I guess that the tone is a little bit all over the place in this movie. Yeah, which I get is like a complaint that people have. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I still kind of like it. I also think like all the action is just so much better. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, this I this and Battlefront Two, the new Battlefront Two, spawned the. We didn't expect special forces. Well, if you could, if you fuckers could have handled bears with sharp sticks, we wouldn't need to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But, li- but like, we get a lot of time with like a new alien species, and like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a new setting, and we get to see cool new vehicles and all this stuff. And it just like it all works. And also, Ian McDermott as the emperor, just fucking. <laughs> Having a having a blast. He goes off. Goal. Yeah, he goes off. This is like the beginning of like Ian McDonald going absolutely crazy and being like the best character in the movie. He this is, like, this the, is the, best the start character. of that. He really is the best character in these movies. I just fucking love just like everything he does. Everything that happens around him, he's just like good, yeah. good. He's, he's such a fucking like smarmy asshole too. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'm afraid the battle station would be quite operational. <laughs> I love that. I it's, absolutely love it's that. It's so good. It's so funny. Oh my god. I also just like. I also just like how Luke is kind of just like. You could tell that time has passed because the first mm-hmm. thing he does in the movie 
is kill two people. <laughs> yeah. He just murders them in fucking cold blood. It's great. Yeah, I know we're kind of bouncing all over, but can we also acknowledge that the beginning re- that the beginning rescue starts with C-3PO and R2 offering themselves for Jabba. Mm-hmm. Then Leia store then Leia comes in and is like, "I'm going to steal Han." Mm-hmm. And then and then once all that fails, Luke is like, "Fine, I guess I'll do something." Yeah. <laughs> but Wait, then uh- it's like but then it's like that was the plan the whole time. Like- <laughs> yeah, their plan objectively is like really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> really was but it, it's a yeah yeah and like i also do like really enjoy i i i honestly think the fight between vader and luke in this one is better than in the fifth one. Oh yeah yeah it's, it's even better so if, if we're talking about the ending now the i think what they build they end up with at the ending is really good like i like the three separate areas like on endor on the death star with luke and vader and then like the space battle yeah, it feels like a war. It feels like a war. Yeah, yeah. How they get there, like, it definitely feels like the most climactic, even compared to Empire so far. And, like, like it, it really does feel like the end, and, like, everything is all hinging on each other. I feel like, like, uh, like where where they get to is really good, even if, like, the buildup is kind of, like, more silly, like, with the Ewoks or whatever. But the highlight is definitely the throne room fight. It's, like, maybe my, my favorite part of all of Star Wars. It really... Like, the way that fight just builds, it mm-hmm. starts with, like, Luke is like, I don't want to fight you, I just want to, like, talk and everything, mm-hmm. and then, then like, they threaten his sister, who is Leia, mm-hmm. um, it's just, like, it's just crazy, like, how much it builds, and then especially when, like, um, Vader is like, if you won't join us, perhaps Leia will, and he just goes off and... L- beats the shit out of him luke just starts literally fucking wailing on that's what i like really really love about that whole scene is that like it's just all emotion like it's like luke trying to appeal to his to his father who is like clearly like not not really trying to be intimidated and then like like you said yeah luke just gets so emotional and just starts fucking wailing and just like starts going absolutely off on um on his father yeah. Until he, like, and, beats the shit out of him and cuts his at, arm off. Yeah. At, at which, we, we, we actually talked about this recently while I was playing Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If the Emperor just shut his fucking mouth, <laughs> he would have won. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, Luke was fully willing to kill Vader mm-hmm. if he didn't go, Good, now strike down your father and take his place by my side. <laughs> Good. Like Good. Luke would have, Luke would have done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, no. Then he he shoots him with lightning, and Fader throws him down the bottomless pit. Which, by the way, I don't understand why he's still shooting the lightning while he's falling. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 there's still lightning coming out of his hands. He's really still just a shit ton of lightning as he's going down. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> he, he was just freaking out. He didn't know. He didn't know what to do, fucking do. He really did it. And then, like, then there's the whole take off this mask. I want to see. Like, the whole mm. ending is done so well. Yeah. And I can't believe that, like, originally they were gonna kill Han Solo and Luke was gonna turn evil. Like, there was just so much in this movie that they changed. And I'm like, good. It's for the better. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Like, like, originally, after all of that, like, 
I, I'm here to save you, Father. You already have. Uh, Luke was going to put on Vader's helmet and go, I am Vader now. So, <laughs> so they want to be like the sequels, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we'll get to those dumpster fires. But, like, this movie, again, just fucking great. And a great ending. And I love... The one thing I hate about the the special edition of this movie, mm-hmm. besides the Job of the Hut band, is they took out the Ewok Victory song. <laughs> I love the Ewok Victory song. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I remember... Th- I-, I think they had it in the ending of Lego Star Wars, uh, at least two. And I fucking love that shit. It's such a jam. It is a jam. It's a do, bop do, and do. <laughs> Chop, chop. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Although I... I- a special edition change I actually like is how they like cut back to all the worlds like after the end of the movie because then it actually makes you feel like something like this was important on like a galactic scale. It wasn't just like this group of fucking twenty assholes yeah. <laughs> just all fighting each other. Yeah, you get to see the Gungans. Yeah, it's like you get, you get to see all these different worlds. You get to see like Coruscant, which doesn't really make sense. You don't even know what the fuck Coruscant is based on the uh, original trilogy, but yeah. whatever. Um, Although they also show hating Christensen Anakin, which is really weird. I people hate that. I kind of get it. I get it. Like I, I get it because it's like yes, yeah, the Anakin that we like knew from the um, prequels, but also like, it doesn't make any fucking sense for Luke because he's seeing all the Jedi as he knew them, and then he sees this fucking weird tween a- asshole. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're very right. Ugh. All right, but let it, let's move on mm-hmm. to the meat and potatoes of what this episode is uh, going to be about. The good stuff. The good stuff. Good shit, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about episode one. God bless America. Where where does this go? Oh my god! All right. Um, also, are you sharing your screen? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm 100 percent sure. I am sharing my screen. Oh, there it is. Okay. I didn't see it for a second. Alright, I think this movie is, like, really, really bad. <laughs> for, okay, from a pure movie perspective, ignore anything about it being Star Wars, it is a fucking failure. <laughs> it is not a good movie. I I kind of want to put it in beats here, though. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? Uh, I will accept it in C. Alright, I will, I will take C. But, like, I think my mind has just been clouded by years of nostalgia and memes. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Like, when I watch this movie again tomorrow, I'm Mm -hmm. not looking forward to, like, the first half of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's very hard to separate this movie and all the prequels from the memes because the memes are so plentiful and so good. But you have to. (laughs) We We gotta not think about it. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, it's not a good movie. It really isn't. And everyone has talked to death about how it's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mr. Plink has done, like, a 50-minute review on this movie, so we're not going to go into too much depth yeah, I, on I, it. Yeah, I don't want to reference it too many times, but just, yes, uh, in general, check out the Mr. Plinkett ha- uh, Red Letter Media reviews for all three prequels if you want, like, a full fucking three-hour explanation of why they're bad. Yeah. What? Something I found out recently about this movie was it was made to work without sound. What? Yeah, like if you watched it on silent, you would you should still be able to understand everything. You can't understand this movie with sound, with audio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, 
Have you ever tried watching it without sound? No, I haven't. I guess that's a that's a good point. Maybe I maybe I should just give it a try. Uh, yeah, you know what? We we haven't tried, but we're also probably not going to try. So the movie wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you win that round because like I I I can't understand all the fucking like taxation of trade routes bullshit when the characters <laughs> are talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the best part about this movie is Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, and mm-hmm. Darth Maul. Those okay. three are the best part of this movie. My issue, though, is what do any three of those p- characters do or people do in this entire fucking movie? Out- um, outside they, outside they, of the ending fight. What they do they do? Anakin. They find Anakin. All right, but... <laughs> uh, Qui-Gon um, Jinn they, is a fucking asshole in this movie. He really is. He's a scumbag. <laughs> She's not a good Jedi. <laughs> like the the what I love it. Like he takes Anakin to the to the council. Yeah. And the council's like, this kid sucks. No, get him away. And he's like, fuck you then, I'll trade him. I, and, oh, even Obi-Wan is like, I don't think this is a good idea. And he's just like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Obi-Wan does so little in this fucking movie, it's insane. <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, again, thank thank you, Weekly Planet, for mm-hmm. for tell it for telling me about this. But like, apparently, um, all the stuff that Qui Gon does was supposed to be done by Obi Wan. Like, Qui Gon was not supposed to show up until Coruscant. Hmm. But and it was supposed to be Ewan McGregor like doing everything that Qui Gon does on like Tatooine and all that. Mm-hmm. Would have made like, would have made it a lot more sense. Yeah, but like, it changing it for no reason really makes it so it makes obi-wan training anakin at the end seem more like he's doing it out of obligation than he really wants to yeah no obi-wan did not like anakin for like the entire movie in episode one yeah like hi mister it's sure good to meet you hey kid anyway also they he's he's a little too young (laughs) yes um no okay let's let's let me also just say this no hate on the actor that plays young Anakin. Yeah, this is not hating on him. You know, he was this fucking like what, like ten year old or something child actor. Like, yeah, fucking... like this. This movie basically like ruined his life. Like, yeah, I, I feel like very relen- awful about that. Yeah, this guy was like bullied relentlessly and everything. But like, I I don't blame him for how this turned out. Like, this it was not a good script, and it was directed by someone that is not a good director. All yeah. things considered. Yeah, he had, but, he had terrible directing. Like established like quote-unquote good actors were terrible in this movie uh liam neeson is not really great natalie portman is abysmal in this movie yeah samuel l jackson yeah is the most samuel jackson throughout uh all three of the prequels is the most boring motherfucker on earth (laughs) is that what the bmf on his lightsaber stands for (laughs) boring motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Oh god, he really is. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't get out of that chair in this movie. I think. Oh, like the council chair? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, and like Yoda doesn't do anything either. Mm. It's really weird. I the only thing that is really exceptional about this movie is Darth Maul. Like, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he should have been like the second the B villain throughout the entire prequel trilogy oh yeah for sure they should have kept him around and also like you know giving him dialogue would have been good yeah like th- that's something that we i love the clone wars about it took this character that looks visually cool 
and mm. gave him a unique personality too. Right, because he had been basically just discarded from the movies. Yeah, yeah, he was just so, but he's so cool. Yeah. Like, a, like it's Ray Park doing the the as the actor and Peter Serafinovich as the voice. Mm-hmm. And like the first thing that he does is he tries to run down Anakin for no reason. Yeah, he just tries to fucking hit and run a child who he has no connection with whatsoever. Yeah, and it's like. He's just really cool in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. And I think we've gone on long enough. Let's talk about the fight. Yeah. So is this why you want to give this movie a, a B? Yes. It is a fucking fantastic fight. <laughs> I, my opinion of this fight, honestly, um, I, I do think it's cool, but I, I think it's pretty overrated. I, I think the genuinely like incredible part of it is uh, the score. Dual, like John Williams is consistently really really solid throughout literally all the star wars movies and duel of the fates is like maybe his fucking magnum opus yeah probably there's a reason why when people heard in the obi-wan trailer they got excited again yeah but like i i don't i just think like the choreography it's so fast and like constantly something is going on and it's just like it's really cool like the moment I love how they don't even say anything to each other. The door just opens. The mm-hmm. light, the double-sided lightsaber ignites, and it's mm-hmm. on. It starts squaring up. Yeah, I, I, I think my my one. Um, no, this it, is it, pod racing. My my one issue with that is that like because the choreography is like so crazy and so fast, is that like it it just starts looking fake. Like because the, the like moves are so insane, and everything like it starts to feel like off and not it's like it's not real people fighting well if you if you like look actually watch the fight and like people have done this before so you can probably find it on the internet mm-hmm. if you especially during like the obi-wan versus darth maul thing mm-hmm. when like they're swinging at each other it's very clear they're swinging at nothing <laughs> oh yeah yeah like you can always find that with like most things of choreography where like if it's like a group fight or something like that, like the the group will just be like not like standing there doing nothing or like not swinging at anything when they like could easily have like a free hit. They're just kind of like standing around. Yeah, like that just happens with choreography. That's that's fine. Yeah, and also apparently, so the reason that the the title of the song is called "Duel the Fates" is because this battle is apparently the duel for Anakin's like fate. So apparently, mm-hmm. if Qui Gon Jinn lived. Anakin would have been raised right and wouldn't have turned evil. That is apparently what Dave Filoni and I think even George Lucas has said. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I'm sorry, but Qui-Gon's not living. <laughs> yeah. That feels like kind of a stretch. I think mainly because, like you said, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin have no connection whatsoever in this movie. So, like, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say that they, that they would have been, like, raised better or anything like that. Well, yeah, if he was raised by someone that want, wanted to raise yeah. him. Like, it would have been better. But, yeah, there's the pod race. There's Jar Jar. Everyone's talked about that. Let's just move on, because yeah. I really want to talk about episode two. Let's talk about episode two. Yeah. Uh, uh, D-tier. D-tier. Absolute yep. garbage. Yeah. Do, do, you agree, is... do you agree that this is the... Oh, uh, well, we can talk about it later, but uh, that this was the worst star wars movie maybe still is Ab- absolutely 100 percent. this one is garbage utter fucking garbage yeah. if people want to talk about like episode four or whatever being boring this movie is fucking boring <laughs> it really is 
Well, like, half of this movie is two people on a planet badly falling in love with each other. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think, yeah, what sets this movie apart from the even the other prequels is, like, it's not just bad acting. It's not just, like, boring talking scenes. It's boring talking scenes plus a, the worst romance ever put on film. And, like, I saw... Like, okay, the CGI in episode one was nothing to write... Like, was special at the time, but nowadays mm. it's not that great. Yeah. But, like, episode two CGI somehow is worse. It got worse, yeah. It's it's really not good. Yeah, I just don't... I just don't get it. And I also hate that, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan are supposed to have, like, this tight bond. And the first time we see them, they're in an elevator, and Obi-Wan's like, shut up, Anakin. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you're so annoying. You're such a little bitch. Oh, you, you're excited to see Padme again, you little... you simp. <laughs> you, yeah, you fucking beta. <laughs> yeah. He is kind of a beta yeah. male in these. <laughs> no, that's, like, that's, like, definitely an issue of, like, I talked about, like, show, don't tell. They, all they do is be, like, they just tell us, like, oh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, we've gone on such crazy adventures. We, we, we're such good friends now. But it's literally just them talking in an elevator. They don't, we don't see any of these cool adventures. They're fucking yeah. separate for the entire movie. Oh, after, not, like, uh, after, like, a little detective stint where they both clearly hate each other. <laughs> well, well, no, 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 but back to what you were just saying, like, about how they're never with each other. Mm -hmm. That's an issue that stems across these the prequels in general. Yeah. They don't have any plots together. Like, yeah, it, it, it's fixed by the Clone Wars, but that's, in, like, separate from the movies. Yeah. It's really weird that, like, we're supposed to, like, these two are supposed to be, like, brothers, but, like, no. Like, they yeah. do nothing together. They try a and little bit more in, in Revenge of the Sith, but there's, like, so much going on in that movie that it's hard. Yeah, but I, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, this movie introduces Jango Fett and the clones, which I think Jango Fett is far cooler than Boba Fett ever was in these movies, in the mm -hmm. movies. In the movies, yeah, he he does a lot more at least. Yeah, I like he actually fights Obi. He fights Obi Wan in a hand to hand fight, which is really weird. <laughs> and like, I love how it's just like this Jedi comes. He's like, "We've made the clone army that you requested," and he's just like, "What the fuck? I guess we'll use these." Like, it's like, oh, that's kind of convenient. The fucking intergalactic senate was just voting on whether or not to make an army. I guess that works. Yeah. It the Jedi are idiots. They're the so, Jedi yeah. are morons in this we, movie. We will never look at this again. If they got fucking, like, audited for the, like, 500 bajillion dollar army that they funded, apparently, they would get yeah. fucked. They would be fucked. By, by the, the, be so the, the space IRS would come for their ass. <laughs> You're so right. But what I, what I think really makes this movie suck is anything to do with Anakin. It's so brutal. So, so let's let's just like again, once again, I don't think this is Hayden Christensen's fault. Yeah, I, I, again, there is no direction or terrible direction, and like really bad writing. Like, there's no way to make the fucking sand line not the worst thing ever. Exactly. But I, what also I think is like, I don't understand why anyone would befriend or fall in love with this guy. <laughs> Yeah. Like think about really hard. Like when like think about it. Like they're they're alone on a planet together and he's like he's just like a weird guy and she's like <laughs> stop looking at me like that. You're making me uncomfortable. Like, 
<laughs> like, no, that's so weird. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a weird guy. Yeah, he's just like a fucking whiny, like, 18-year-old. <laughs> he just, like, complains about Obi-Wan all the time, and, like, yeah. and he's I never also, happy. I also love how, like, they go to visit his mother, and he kills all the raiders. Yeah. L- like, and... He's like, I killed all of them. The men and chil- the women and children, too. And her immediate reaction is not to run in fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't... I don't understand how anyone would fall in love with this man. Yeah. Yeah, who, who she she should have fallen in love with Christopher Lee. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I would have. I, I fucking love Count Dooku. God, he's so good. I I just love I love how like that wasn't even supposed to be the ca- a character like they just like had a ve- Christopher Lee available and they're like I guess we're making a new character yeah no we got him now uh, look, yeah. uh, he is also like clearly having a lot of fun in this movie which is great yeah I also do like how because he's like trained he was trained by like Yoda mm-hmm. like he's he's just able to wipe the floor with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Also, I used to love it in this movie the double lightsaber duel like when Anakin was holding the two lightsabers. Yeah. Now I just hate this whole movie. So like it's not a good fight. It's not great. It's not great. I I also but what I do like to this day is jumping jelly bean Yoda. I I honestly don't like Yoda with the lightsaber. I think it's like I don't know. I, I think it's like kind of dumb. It, it does take this like godlike creature and bring him down to our level. Yeah, but I, I, I like it makes me smile. It's <laughs> fair. Watching him, just watching him jump about, just like <laughs> it's goofy, and I like it. Oh yeah, for sure. And also, Anakin gets his arm cut off, and yay! Yeah, forced amputation. That's unfortunate. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't like him. So <laughs> yeah, uh, from what you know about him from this movie, which by the way, also he's basically a completely different character from the Phantom Menace. It's like uh, whether you like the Phantom Menace or not, there's no reason for it to exist. It, it didn't, it didn't need to happen whatsoever. Yeah, it really did. The only thing to come out of it was Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a, and a throwaway line in the third movie. Uh huh. But like. <laughs> You're 100% right. It's a, it's a different act. Everyone's acted by the same person except for Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I. It's just... Again, if you want to go into more depth on why this movie is terrible, watch the Mr. Plinkett review, but I really want to spend a lot of time on the next movie. Yeah. Let's talk about Revenge of the Sith. Absolute... Nope, not Solo. Absolute S-tier movie. No, no. What are no. you talking about? This it's movie amazing. It's is A-tier. It's What? This movie is really, really fucking entertaining, and it's really fun, but it is, like, objectively not good. What are you talking about? It's amazing. I love... Apparently there's, like, a three-hour cut of this so, movie. <laughs> You gotta control your feelings, and you gotta separate the memes from the movie. (laughs) No! There is no separating the memes! Alright, the only thing... The the thing about this movie that is S-tier is is Ian McDermott's performance. (laughs) Well, also also the way it looks. It it is the best looking. It's a good-looking movie, yeah. And, And the ending. Is the ending good? 
The are you kidding? The fight on Mustafar? That shit's that shit's like boring. It's it's like way too what? long. It's it's no. it's so no, long. No, no, it's no, so no. long. I know it's long, but how can you say it's boring? Alright, it, it, it's, like, the fight itself is not boring. Like, like it's emotional, and there's a lot going on with Obi-Wan and Anakin, but it becomes boring because there's, like, so much just, like, filler, like, jumping around on lava bullshit. In, in between, you... like, the start of the fight and the end of the fight. I am gonna disagree with you on that entirely. I think it's a fucking end. I love how it just builds and builds to the point where they're literally standing on, like, debris in the lava. Like, yeah, but there's like, there's just like too much shit going on. Like like it would have been as no, impactful a... if if it, if it wasn't like that. No, there's not enough shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> I want more. <laughs> I wanted Anakin to get up like the Black Knight from Monty Python and keep going at the end. <laughs> yeah, there should have been a, a nauseating amount of Jedi fighting all around them. <laughs> I don't, it's the longest sword fight in cinema. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I did not know that. that that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> and, like, it's choreographed so well. Okay, first off, let's just talk about, like, this movie is, like, such an improvement over the other two from beginning to end. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, the way it starts, I honestly feel like Anakin and Obi-Wan are actually friends. Like, yeah, that that like is that the only adventure they go on together outside of like I said like the detective shit in, in episode two where they hate each other is this like on on screen yes yeah the only adventure on it's screen like they're going together they're having fun they're quipping it's like it, much it more feels like a, it feels like original Star Wars yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and, and like it also at the same time it feels like it could have been pulled out of Clone Wars too which which is a good thing yeah we're, we're don't worry we're still flying half a ship yeah. Like, that's a great line. Uh, uh, Obi-Wan is also very improved. Like he he's like a whiny asshole in the in the first two prequels. He is like, you know, he's just quipping, he's having fun in this movie. And like Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor is great. <laughs> Stop speaking cheebs. God damn it. <laughs> Put some respect on the man's name. <laughs> oh but God. like I I absolutely agree with you. I, he's like, every one of this movie is just so much better. Even Anakin is mm-hmm. so much better in this movie. And, like, I... I The only thing that I do not like in this movie is General Grievous. I think if he was given a little bit more time, mm-hmm. then he would have been so much cooler. Mm. Yeah. He, he has, like, like... He has so much... Like, he has so little to do or not that he's so little to do but he doesn't do anything in this movie like he's so unimpressive and like he just basically just gets his ass kicked C- compared yeah. to what was like the reference for Grievous at the time which was the 2003 Clone Wars show where he's yeah. he's literally fighting like 10 Jedis at once he's fighting 10 Jedi and murdering them yes like a slasher villain uh-huh. like like that 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 shaggy looking Jedi Shaggy just runs out and he just stomps on yeah, him. Yeah, he gets like, literally trampled. Like, he was so cool in that show. And, like, in this, like, he's supposed to be a brilliant tactician, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He was trained by Dooku, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah, appa- like, apparently Dooku trained him to do the lightsaber lawnmower, and that's it. To be fair, that's all he should He had four lightsabers. Yeah, that's true. He should have never lost a fight. Like, <laughs> 
especially a one-on-one -on -one fight you use one lightsaber to block the blow then another lightsaber to stab him <laughs> it's easy as that like if you have two lightsabers you should have never lost a fight <laughs> yeah yeah if all else fails with that strategy you have two more lightsabers to rinse and repeat <laughs> and but i think we do have to talk about why this movie is amazing the uh, memes dude oh the god memes. yeah like every line so of dialogue is like it's like stupid but that's what makes it so good out of context hello there like <laughs> i love how he jumps down into that and nobody notices him until he says that also like grievous is like no nah, i'll take this guy in a one-on-one -on -one fight meanwhile he's surrounded by droids surrounded by like 500 droids that could fucking destroy him instantly like just shoot him no, that would be like, too uncivilized. Yeah, also, also, our favorite meme. Do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do it. I, I, I told you, Ian McDermott is S-tier in this movie. He is so good. It, it, like, cannot be overstated how good. Every single line of dialogue he has is a meme. He really should have been nominated for an Oscar for this role. Yeah. At least once. <laughs> yeah. Literally, his entire fucking uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise speech, that itself is a meme. That scene is amazing, though. That scene is good. That... So, okay, was he the one that killed Darth Plagueis? He was. No, right? that, that, that's 100% what they're, what they're saying, is that he was, like, his uh, apprentice. Yeah. But, like... I do kind of like how he never really says that he will. Like, you never really know for sure. Mm hmm But I also, I also like, like, in this, you kind of get, like, the slow corruption of Anakin, which, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. We all knew. And it, it culminates, it culminates in a very, very slow fight where, Pal where Palpatine does the weird jump. And, yeah. Like, and just kills... <laughs> three Jedi like it's nothing. Yeah, okay, I, I mentioned before about, like, issues with choreography and shit like that. Like, in that fight, it's so fucking stupid, where it's like, alright, clearly they just have, like, the guy spinning in, and then it's, like, a, four, a 4v1, but in that fight, two of, the, of these people who are supposedly Jedi Masters are facing the wrong fucking way! <laughs> I love it! <laughs> They're facing the wrong way! Ugh. <laughs> oh. And also, also, um, this movie made me realize that e that the Emperor should really never be fucking using lightning. It never... This is the only time it works, and that's only because Anakin stepped in. Yeah, and Anakin distracted him. Yeah, because lightsabers just deflect lightning. It should never work. Uh, but I, I also really, I also really like that scene. Although Anakin does go from "What did I do?" to "I will kill as many people as you ask." Yeah, <laughs> on uh, the turn of a dime. <laughs> how many children do you need me to kill, Master? <laughs> he does that so fast. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, there's like definitely issues with the the fall of Anakin. Uh, like you said, it's, it's not an issue of Hayden Christensen. It's just like the writing or the story isn't like super rock solid. Um, it, it's like, yeah, Anakin got fucking tricked into joining the dark side. <laughs> he got duped. He's really, well, he's not the smartest kid. Yeah, <laughs> Papachin was like, I will save your wife. And then when Anakin switches, he's like, we will figure out how to save your wife. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out later, but first let's, we will figure that out later, Anakin, but first let's topple the government. <laughs> and then Anakin's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> 
You don't know, he's not even like, wait, what? He's just like, all right, let's go kill a kid. Like, <laughs> all right, whatever, man. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> oh, God. Although, but the Order 66 scene is is fantastic it's, it's really good uh, also the, the the music that's going on the the music for the the jedi temple march and the order 66 is so good it's so I, good order 66 is like done well in every form of yeah. star wars mm-hmm. like in fallen order it's done really well i think the best version is in the clone wars finale personally mm-hmm because like in that like in this it's just like alright he said a number guys let's kill the Jedi but in like in the Clone Wars like it's clearly like it's bad on both sides like mm-hmm. like the clones don't want to do this but you don't get a sense of that right well th- this was also sort of before they had the the canon idea that it was like a programming chip like I said it was just, yeah. it was just sort of like I think the idea before was that it was just like a command and like the Jedi or the clones were never really loyal to the Jedi to begin with yeah. But yeah. But all like also Padme dies of a broken heart. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh it's just so weird. I also I also love how like legitimately like Padme goes to Anakin and she's like I don't know what's happening. Please like let's go home. Please stop this. And the moment he sees Obi-Wan on the ship <laughs> he just gets he's so like, pissed. He's like, "You betrayed me. <laughs> I'm gonna choke you to death." I hate you. <laughs> oh God! All right, we need to move on. Yeah. We got five more movies. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna say, are we gonna even have time to do this? Should we save the sequels till next time, and, and just do Solo and Rogue One? Let's just do Solo and Rogue One, because I feel like we have a lot to say about the sequels. Yeah, we have a lot to say about the sequels. Oh, fuck. So, the, the tier list will not be posted till next week. Mm-hmm. But, um, we are... Let's talk about Solo and Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Where do you think Rogue One should go? Okay, yes, Rogue One is first. Um, I don't... I'm very mixed on this movie. I think the beginning, like, sucks ass, but I think it really picks up at the end. I absolutely agree with you. Like, it like, is so the, slow. I, I would say B, maybe. I, me too. Like, because half of it is, like, I remember in the theater when I was watching this, I legitimately, like, looked at my, like, looked at my phone <laughs> yeah. to, like, look at the time for the first half of the movie. But the second half, I'm just like, fuck yeah, let's go! Like, it just, I just don't understand how the first half is so... Something else that something that I don't like about the first half is it jumps from place to place too much. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like there's so much happening, but also like nothing important. It feels like is happening. Yeah, like we're getting introduced to. Also, something that this movie fails at doing is it's trying to build an ensemble. Mm-hmm. But could you tell me the name of any of these characters? Um. All right. So you got the main character. Her name is. Ray? No. Um, no. No. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't know her name. Um, but that, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jaden Urso. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jaden Urso. I I think that's her dad. Oh. Okay. Okay. I think that's Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. Who's wasted in this movie? Yeah. Who has so little to do? All right. So you got Urso. 
Then you got Guy. Um, his name is something. He's got like a TV show. I I know his last name is Candor. Yeah, like Alden Candor or something. Um, you got and then you got the two guys. You you know they got names. The the heavy. Yeah. You got the heavy and blind guy with a stick. Yes, who who believes in the force? Which I, I actually like guy with the stick. Um, I. He's my favorite character in the movie. I I, I really like him because he's like I feel like the first time when they're like they have a guy who sort of like believes in the force and is like maybe force sensitive but isn't a Jedi, which I think is like a really cool idea because they don't have that any anywhere else. Yeah, I I think like he's the best character in the movie. Mm-hmm. And well, and then uh, there's Robot too, like AR fifteen or whatever his name there, is. There's there's um there's psychopath C three PO. Yes, who who is also fucking great. He's also good. Yeah. But I just love, like, when, like, they shoot, like, the other version of him. And he's like, did you know that wasn't me? (laughs) (laughs) He's a little little shocked. Yeah, voiced by the chicken from Moana, Alan Tudyk himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guy went to Juilliard. (laughs) 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 But, like, I, like, one, while they're gathering all of the people, it's a very boring movie. But once Mads Mikkelsen dies... It becomes an amazing movie. Yeah, like pretty much from the point of that. Dude, like, pi- landing we forgot platform. about the we forgot about the pilot that that Forrest Whitaker put the tentacle monster. Oh, on. oh yeah, the pilot. I thought he was part of the group. <laughs> yeah, the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I mean, this movie is known because it, it brought back Peter Cushion. Mm-hmm. They were pushing for Cushion. <laughs> Again, thank you to the Weekly Planet. <laughs> I love that. I love it when they say when they said that they were like, "Let's talk. Let's talk about Tarkin and uh-huh. pushing for cushion." Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. But it's like Darth Vader is in this too, and we'll get we'll get to him. Yeah. Um. The the bad guy is like okay, I guess. I don't know his name either. Gideon. Yeah, Gideon I... is, is it Gideon? Yeah, Moff Gideon. Yeah, Moff, Moff, Moff Gideon. Moff. The Moff. Yeah, as opposed to Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, uh, no, Moff Gideon is fucking Gus from Breaking Bad. He's from Mandalorian. Who is the fucking guy in this? Who is oh, it? Oh, wait, you're right. What is this guy's Shh. name? I have no idea. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I think they just proved that we don't know anyone's <laughs> name in this fucking movie. None of them are, are, are memorable at all. Because they all die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of them die, are introduced and then die in this movie and don't really do much memorable in between. Like, what makes this movie great is the the war at the end. Yeah. Because it's like, because it's like, it it really feels like they're like in the trenches. Yeah, no, like the entire finale of this movie, like, I think picks it up so much between like the space battle, which is like fucking awesome with like the ramming and shit like that is so cool. Um, Yeah. And then, and then, like, yeah, like, the ground thing where, like, you see them fighting against the AT-ATs and, like, the, yeah, like, the trenches and the beach fighting is fucking awesome. Something that this movie does well is scale. Yeah. Like, um, like, when they go to the desert town where they find Blind Guy with a Stick and Mm -hmm. meet Forrest Whitaker, um, who I forgot was in this movie, uh, but, like, you just see, like, the Death Star, like, not the Death Star, the, um... 
the Star Destroyer oh, hovering yeah. over the town. Yeah. And it just it just looks gigantic. Like, yeah, it's it's fucking menacing. Yeah, compared to like because you don't you usually only see them in space, so you don't really get like the good idea of the scope. Yeah. And then like when they use I think that don't they use the Death Star to like blow up the planet? Yeah, they like they shoot at the town and then it like blows up the whole planet. Yeah, well, that scene is awesome too. Mm-hmm. Any action in this movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's generally good. It, it just takes well, a while to get there. Yeah, although there is there there is a reason that we remember this movie fondly, mm-hmm. and it's the ending. It's the very ending. Yeah. Holy shit! That hallway scene. Oh like, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but like that they knew what they were doing. They absolutely knew what they were like i it's just like i was so confused what was going on at first and then you just hear the breathing Mm -hmm. and the lightsaber ignites and you just there it's just panic it's like he's like jason Voorhees. like yeah he's just just inevitable death (laughs) i love it so much i love it with a passion Mm -hmm. oh god but like, wow, is that scene amazing? And it ends the movie on such a great note. It was referenced in Amphibia. <laughs> it, what? Oh shit! What? I'm not gonna tell you when, because like, I guess I'll, I'll get up to it. I'll get up to it. They have a lot of the episodes up on Disney Plus now. You can watch those. Mm-hmm. But I I remember like when it happened, and I was like, oh my god, are they really doing that? Is Anne gonna kill a bunch of people? <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Wait, I, I, lo- no, I looked up the characters. We got it is Jin Urso is is the, yes, the woman. Yes. Okay, I got Asian Candor. Am I right? Cassian Andor. You're very close. You're very close. Fuck! Damn it! Um, we got all right. So the blind guy played by Donnie Yen is Chirrut Imwe. Okay. Um, the heavy is Baze Malbus. <laughs> Do they say his name? No, ever? no. Uh, the pi- I'm, gonna, I'm rewatching this movie tomorrow. <laughs> the pilot uh, is played by by Riz Ahmed. Is Body Rook? Uh, Riz Ahmed, the villain from Venom. Okay. Um, and then the the robot is K2SO. I do remember that. Okay. Uh, it was Galen Urso. Is Mads Mikkelsen? Okay. Uh, Director Krennic is the is the bad guy. Ah, Krennic. And he's played by um, that asshole from Ready Player One. Ben Mendelsohn. Thank you, yes. Yes. Personally, I think they should have switched it and had Ben Mendelsohn be the dad and Mad Mickelson be the villain, because Mad Mickelson is always a great villain. <laughs> he can always be the villain. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I, it's still a great movie. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to the final movie of the night, which... Have you seen Solo? I have seen Solo. Uh, it didn't really stick much with me. I, I've definitely seen it. I know I've seen the whole thing. I think it's like a C. Maybe. I think it's, an, I think it's either low A, high B. We can put it in B. Um, I I think it's better than Rogue One. I, I, yeah, I, was, I guess like overall I think it's better than Rogue One. Um, I don't remember what happened. I, I feel like... I remember generally liking it, but I think it's like kind of slows down in the middle. It, I I think it 
like it slows down at like the perfect part though. What? Oh, okay. So, do you remember what the plot of this movie is? Because I do. Um. All right. So you got Han Solo, and he's like on the planet. Um. Fucking not really. And he's got like his uh, his girl, his his friend, and then she's like part of the fucking trustees. I don't, I don't remember jack shit about this movie. Okay, so he's like a scoundrel on a planet, and mm-hmm. he and his girlfriend are trying to get off, but they get separated at the gate. Mm-hmm. At, like, the checkpoint, because apparently TSA exists in Star Wars 2. Right. And and he, and he it's basically him ma- doing his best to, f- like, find her again. Uh-huh. Which, which he does about 20 minutes into the movie. But... <laughs> but then the rest of this movie is them trying to get under the sh- under like out from under the shoes of Paul Bettany. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was it. It was like she was trying to like get away from the guy that she serves. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and he's well, he's like, trying to like be a bounty hunter or like a He's trying to be he's trying to be a smuggler. Yeah, smuggler, yeah. What? Well, okay, let me just say something right now. I never understood why people got so mad over the Han Solo part. Like yeah, it's, it's like, like stupid, but it's whatever. It's it's stupid, but yeah. <laughs> like I didn't like I didn't really need to know, but it didn't really affect my judgment. This mm. is the first Star Wars movie to to fail. Like it didn't make its money back. Right. But like I don't know why I think this movie is great. Like it's it's definitely like good like put on in the background, but like mm-hmm. it's not bad at all. It really isn't. Yeah, I don't like, ever. I didn't ever think that it was bad, except for um the, the like droid slave rebellion part was like kind of stupid. I, I don't. I, I, didn't, kinda, I didn't really like that. I, ca- I kind of like that. I liked how like they're trying to pull off this heist, but because this droid is apparently just like a a, re- a rebellious like asshole, mm-hmm. like she starts a full on riot. Like, yeah, it just makes things so much more difficult. Yeah, they, also, they like start this whole like slave rebellion thing for like the droids and then literally all of them die except for them yeah Yeah. well actually we don't know that but like but like it i kind of like how it's just like we need to get we need a distraction Mm -hmm. i'm gonna start a rebellion Mm -hmm. like i like that also i think all the characters in this movie are really fucking good Mm mm-hmm like, I might not remember Woody Harrelson's name, but I remember him, and I remember his personality yeah. and whatnot. Th- th- that's right. And I remember I think, his character being good. I, and also, Alden Ehrenreich is fucking great as mm-hmm. Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Like, I this is what I imagine Harrison Ford was like as a younger guy. Like, yeah. No, I, I think him and Donald Glover both did really good, good jobs as, like, younger versions of the characters. Well, Donald Glover is good at anything. That, that, Donald this, Glover. This like, is true. Like the the man the man was good in the Lion King remake. Like Yeah. <laughs> also, I think like all the action scenes in this movie are pretty cool too. Like I like I know you're not a fan of it, but I like how that heist just builds and builds and builds until there it's just like, okay, this is our spot. We need to defend this spot right mm-hmm. here. Like I don't know, I thought it was just really cool. I like a movie where it's not like a blind dude with a stick beating up stormtroopers. It's just all of them with guns. Just like, okay, we're fucked. Like, yeah, I get that. I, I, I like the ending too, where it's like, sort of keeping you on your toes of like who trusts who and who is actually like on each other, on whose side. I think that that's kind of cool. Yeah. 
I also really like the the Kessel run. Like when they're when they get into the Falcon and they do the Kessel run. Yeah, because it's like you know you know they're gonna do that because like of course they are. But I think they did a good job with it at least. It it, it wasn't sus- they knew like they couldn't make it suspenseful mm-hmm. because we know they have to survive. So they made it visually a visual spectacle, which I think works so well. And like mm-hmm. I love how they just like find something in there and it's like no that's not the maelstrom I have no fucking clue what that thing is just kill it <laughs> oh also that scene with the where they're trying to inject like the fuel into like the engine oh yeah yeah that's really tense yeah it's it really tense you really feel the te- like I don't know why people don't like this movie I really don't I, I think it just like didn't really get the popularity it uh like deserved i guess it being in between all the sequels yeah like it coming out after episode eight really probably yeah but like i genuinely think this is a good even like the weird poker scene in the middle of the movie Mm. i think is really good yeah but i think there might have just been like general star wars fatigue at the time too because it was was like the fourth star wars movie to come out in like four years so it was was a lot and this movie was in development hell for so long yeah that's also true but like I still think it's a great movie mm-hmm. and and I'm so excited to watch it again so I also uh, this are, movie so, also sorry are you gonna watch all of them tomorrow I'm gonna watch at least nine of them oh, God. <laughs> you're insane I might I might get an early start tonight mm-hmm. but like I and what's also great is Jules has never seen Star Wars oh shit yeah that's a good chance so no no she's told me she's never seen star wars mm-hmm. so i'm gonna get to watch her experience the memes and everything for the first time <laughs> yeah. and and i'm excited for that oh shit that's so good i i watched um all the prequels with my girlfriend for the first time like like she was watching them for the first time and it, it was a very funny experience seeing them all like what, what did she think um she thought episode one and two were both very boring and she was also really entertained by episode three and like yeah we were having so much fun with it like episode three is just hilarious it's so good (laughs) it really is oh god are are you gonna watch these tomorrow or today when this is coming out i don't think so i don't think so well you're just not into the spirit of the holiday i guess well i oh i would but I'll, i'll be going out tomorrow Ah, you have a social life. I can't, I'm sorry. Uh, Oh, we also forgot to mention Darth Maul's in Solo. Oh yeah, he shows up. Yeah, but okay, that is it for this week. Because next week, we have a... We're going to talk about the sequels to death next week. Oh boy, we're going to go in. (laughs) Yep, but until then, Mom is calling us up for dinner. Thank you for stopping by. Have an amazing Star Wars. And thank you so much... For 50 episodes we cannot wait to make more thank you so get much. out of our house may the fourth be with you